Shut up and sit down. If I'm not at the board, is this how the show's going to be? Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Super Movie Studies Podcast, a show about comic book movies approached from every angle, and a community of nerds discussing how fiction relates to nonfiction. I'm your scientific scholar, Ben Anderson, joined by the movie maestro, James Skyler Houtsma, and the comic book cultured host, Michael Maurer. Oh my god, I love this. Uh, SMSP is your premier movie discussion podcast. Every week we continue our journey exploring our favorite subject, superhero movies. Every fan sees the movies differently, so we gather some amateur experts to discuss certain aspects of the film. Whether it's money, comic books, music, science, or icky wicky vampire jowls, SMSP talks about it all in this week's episode... Only the tongue carries the virus. It is injected through these barbs. It has bifurcated masseter muscles, overdeveloped, allowing for a much stronger bite. Jaw structure remains the same, but there's no mandible bone. Squeeze that tooth, Scud. Neurotoxin. Probably paralyzes their victim while they feed. Garlic don't work. Silver, that don't work. We gotta go with the sunlight though, right? That's deadly to us too. So let's see what else we can find. These things are as different from us as we are from you. Look at that. The heart is encased in bone. Only the side is vulnerable. Good luck getting a stake through that. Pull a leg off a spider and keeps moving on its own. Essentially trying to walk without a body attached to it. What the fuck are you doing? Hardwired, right? What the fuck is that? Brain's dead. Body's still trying to feed. We got six hours before sunrise. Be ready by then. Blade 2! And yes, there will be spoilers. Okay! So, <laughs> Ben's at the board! Ben's at the board! He's setting levels. So if Michael's way too loud all day, that's why. That's right. Because I don't know what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> so I guess that also means that I get to kick off the discussion. Feel free. Awesome. So who oh. wants to give their first opinion first? How about Skylar? Oh, gosh. Um, Blade 2 is... I feel like it's neck and neck with the first Blade movie in that it is, you know, fun. It's got some good moments of atmosphere. Um a couple of cool action scenes and then at the same time is like perfectly forgettable once you stop watching it. Um, so yeah, there is just, it's like toast. If we're going to do the Fuck uh, you. food allegories here, <laughs> like toast is basic. Get like, your own toast slick. is digestible. And this oh, is like toast with is nothing toast. toast with nothing else on it. You mean, Sure, why don't we go with that? All right, good. That I can agree to. All right, and then, yeah, and then Blade 3 is, like, slightly burnt toast. And Blade 1 is, like... Mostly carbon. Yeah, partially buttered, like, just, like, the hintest <laughs> amount of butter, and Blade 2 is, like, did you put butter on no, this? No, Blade, Blade 1 is, like, blue bonnet from a tub. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> what else do you think, Skylar? Thank you. Uh, popcorn Michael. Oh, all right. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I liked Blade 2. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, I mean, gosh, this was the movie that was weirdly on every single time I went to my grandmother's house. But I'd never seen it, like, all the way through kind of thing. Um, I had seen, like, the en- like the the ending vampire fight about pff, eight times. 
but I'd never seen it really from front to back fully. So I finally sat down through the whole thing, looking to interrupt me. Well, I, I just had a question. Was your grandmother watching Blade 2, or was it, like, just on TV? You just go to the basement, and then, like, you just sort of pick out the movie channel, and then... I oh, pick... so it was just playing on TV. It's not like... Yeah. It's not like your mo- grandmother watched this on repeat when you were, like, no, not visiting no. her. You're like, oh, good, the grandkids are here. I can stop watching Blade 2. <laughs> <laughs> no, mostly... <laughs> no, it was weird one time as my, my, um, my aunt and uncle were at my grandparents for, like, Thanksgiving, and we put on The Punisher, and they were, like, really into that film. <laughs> The Thomas Jane version. Like, they were really into oh it. God. And I was like, wow, all right, I can explain everything you want to know about this movie. <laughs> and they're like, cool, cool. And I'm like, I feel important in this family again. All right. Uh, <laughs> so back to Blade 2. Um, and what I love about this movie is, uh, like you said, those those action scenes, a few of them really hold up. Um Especially the one where Blade's like sword fighting with the chick for the first half of it when they're actually sword fighting and he's just got like a stick and he's going ting, 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 ting to like the double blades or whatever. Um, and then later when they turn into rubber people, you're like, ah, all right, that could have been avoided. Um, <laughs> could have been done a little bit better. The curse of the rubber people. Uh, the beginning of the fo- movie cracks me up uh, when he's just like, you ever donate blood at this place? Yeah, they they pay cash. They pay cash. They don't ask if you have AIDS or anything. You just you, you, you put it in the jar. And I'm like, who the fuck did they pick? Did they literally pick this actor up off the street? He sounds like Ger- he sounds like Geralt of Rivia from the Witcher games. Fair enough. Yeah. All right, I'll take that. And then later, when um, Blade and uh, oh god, why am I already forgetting his name? Jared is that the the main evil guy's name? Lucas Goss's character. Um, and like they see each no other, Mac. no Mac, thank you. And, um, they see each other and they go, ah, and they scream and they run at each other. Right. But you think like they're going to go into like some sort of punch fight <laughs> before they do that, before they get to the real fight, they just slam their bodies into each other <laughs> and it's quick. <laughs> it's a real quick second. Definitely was a quick cut because they're like, "What do we do? Like, how are we gonna like stop all this momentum? Because we're screaming and running at each other. They just literally body slam each other at the same time. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> Nobody noticed it. <laughs> um, and if you did, props to you. Uh, but I uh, thought it was so fun. And then I liked how in the end of the story, um, the story came into its own at the very end. Like you didn't really. It was kind of you got the story. <laughs> That's when you mute your mic. <laughs> You know, if I'd been thinking ahead, but I couldn't. I had those animal instincts. I was like, I got to (laughs) sneeze or else I'll die. Yeah, uh, but I like when the the story became about sort of like a father who scorned his children. I was like, you know what? This is kind of a semi-deep plot for a Blade film. Um, And I can dig it. I can definitely dig it. Instead of just being about, there's a vampire threatening, uh, there's a new vampire threatening vampires. We need you to help and save it. And they went a little bit deeper than that, which was nice. Um, best line of the film, though, is, I want to die a vampire. And I went, oh, shit. That's a cool line. Because everyone's like, I want to die a human. From a David Goyer script. I know. Well, that makes sense. David Goyer is really good at actually writing those kinds of lines. It's the in-between that he kind of sucks at. <laughs> <laughs> he, he can get to a, to a really good existential moment, Batman v Superman being a very good example. Uh, mm-hmm. But to get you there, it's going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you know those bikes where the wheel is actually just a, a square? That's what I feel like. Yeah. His he, scripts are like, it's a struggle. It, oh, okay, then, we got one turn. We're good. But then you put it on a road that's like a, a series of like half cylinders and it rolls perfectly. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Popcorn Ben. Popcorn Ben. Uh, I guess i didn't get to that part where the plot suddenly gets deeper and interesting uh i gave up on this movie i thought it was really bad um a lot of the fight scenes i thought were really boring because they start the movie by blade being like hey i'm wesley snipes and i'm a half vampire which means i get all the badass powers with none of the bitch-ass weaknesses and i said oh suddenly like all tension has gone from all of the fight scenes because I know you can't be hurt. What? He could still die like a human. Well, they should have... Okay. 
But he no, he has all the powers of a vampire, including like you he, can't kill him. No, he he can die out. Um, okay, he can bleed out. So I w- he gets really weak, and then yeah, and then he can still uh, he's not affected by sunlight. But if you stab him with not silver, um, if you hit his heart, he dies. Okay, so I was actually just lied to in the opening <laughs> monologue because he doesn't have all the powers of a vampire. He could still chop his head off. Highlander rules still apply. He doesn't... Well, he doesn't have all the powers of a vampire. And he does have some of the weaknesses. I mean, he's got most of the non... Hold on. He's got, he's got like, no weaknesses, pretty much. <laughs> of vampirism, that is. He can still get fucked high, though. But, all right. He was super... So if you stuck around to the... Almost to the end of the film, he was super weak. Well, because they drained so much blood out of him. See, I, I gave up about halfway through. I looked at the runtime and I was like, "Oh, I have over another hour to go." Oh my god, you gave up within thirty minutes? It felt like a lot longer. Jesus Christ, you're a namby pamby. I know, I know. I don't like movies. You're a bitch um, ass. <laughs> I was bothered by the script in the first, you know, forty-five minutes of it being kind of bad. Not the strongest foot forward, that's for sure. And uh, a lot of the action scenes I found like tedious. Did you get to when the blood pack showed up? Even Ron Perlman. Did you get to Ron Perlman? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so you got far enough. I know who Ron Perlman is. Well, in this movie. Okay. Did you get to the Donnie Yen fight scene? <sighs> I don't think so. Okay. Well, whatever. Donnie Yen made most of the fight scenes. He was the fight choreographer. What? So I, I, you're, you're saying I should have just stuck around for another 20, 25 minutes. I don't know. It's a good flick in my eyes. Yeah. It's an entertaining enough. There was. It's definitely a subject of the early 2000s um, overuse of CGI and rubber fetish. Mm. Uh, that was definitely going on. Techno music. Yes. Oh, well, you know, they mixed the, the techno music with hip hop, and that's what I always like about the fact that it was pl- somewhat produced by Wesley Snipes because he's like, can we put some uh, Wycliffe Jean in there? <laughs> yeah. like, can we put some Wu Tang Clan in this? And yeah. it's like, okay, this movie becomes slightly better because now it has like an attitude. Now it has. Um, uh, a vibe so to much it. Sass. Its own its own mood. Yeah. It's not just a basic boring bitch music. All right, anyway. It it had a good it had it had some a lot of good things going for it. Uh it had a good atmosphere. The fight scenes were well choreographed even if I don't think they were that exciting. They were well choreographed. And uh I just I just didn't the story didn't grab me enough to make me want to watch all of it. Yeah. These so. these fight scenes that were made in 2002 are better than the ones made in Iron Fist. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is Not better than Iron true. Fist. This is <laughs> like is better than any individual oh episode of Iron Fist. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, I wonder if we're ever gonna get, do something this from this year that's gonna be worse than Iron Fist. We had Catwoman. No, like do you we, mean like recent stuff? Huh? Do you mean like recent stuff? Like stuff that's come out. Like is is Justice League gonna be worse than Iron Fist? That's the question you're asking. <laughs> Could be. I I was saying like anything we re- we record any topic, including oh. like Blade Two oh. and Justice League versus the Teen before. Titans. Oh God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be worse. Wouldn't again. Justice League win because they have Superman? Yeah, automatically, but they're like, like cursed in the movie, and it's stupid. Oh, that does sound really stupid. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. watch it. Yep. All anyway, right. so um, how did how did we fare at the box office with this movie then? With a budget of fifty four oh, million dollars. Oh my god, I should have thrown my change at this movie. <laughs> Seriously, that's really <laughs> nice not a little lot of money. No, a nice little budget vampire superhero thing from. Early 2002 brought in 82.3 million dollars in the U.S. Pretty nice. similar in the rest of the world, 72.6 million. Bring it all together for a nice 155 million. That's definitely in blockbuster territory, and it's a movie people actually saw in March, which is usually, well, definitely back in those days, not a guarantee. Um, and to relativize it. <laughs> A Guillermo del Toro film that isn't box office, box office poison. Say what? what? You, you killed. You People killed your joke that. momentum there. Yeah, the pacing. I just, did. I really did. You faltered. Oh, like, I faltered. Like and a, I fell. 
Like uh, like any other Guillermo del Toro film. Famous, hey! famous, yeah, sports, there we go. famous sports person all around. tripping over the hurdles at a major sporting competition. You also fucked up your pacing because I already made a better joke by the time it took you to make that yeah. one. Also, if you're gonna it's drink, out, so hard. If, if you're gonna drink out of your straw, turn your fucking mic off. It's gross. It's a gross ass sound, <laughs> especially to hear in the background too. You're like, yeah, that shit. All my, all my little mouth. Now I'm gonna be cognizant of all my mouth noises for the rest of <laughs> the rest of today. Oh yeah, it gets there. Trust me, it gets bad. So I'm gonna mute my mic and let <laughs> <laughs> and let you talk about comic books. Okay, for a hot second. Sure. Uh, so hey, guess what, fans? You know how I usually do. Uh, let's take a look at comic book characters that have premiered in this film. Um, Blade 2 had zero. Zero comic book characters premiered in this film. Outside of Blade and a- Abraham Whistler, are those are the only two characters that originated in a comic book. Every other character in this movie is script original. Made up. There is no Reaper's storyline this was based off of. This is just David Goyer just kind of saying, all right, I like the Blade character. I'm going to make a scenario for him that is completely our own. And you know what? It's um, That's why I kind of, like I said, I kind of like this film because it gets a little edgy. And I like the idea of the vampires not being the main villains of the film. That really, like, in Blade 1, they were the main villains because it was the first film and Deacon Frost was the leader of the vampires. And then in Blade 3, it was Dracula. Uh, Ooh, fucking cliche. Uh, Mixed with Dracula's underlings of more vampires. Uh, Where in this one, they're like, there's a new thing out there that we're going to study. And they kind of, like, opened it up. And you got to, you know, Guillermo del Toro got to be gross and make his own thing. Um which is oh, nice. Like the scene where they drop blood under the dude's heart yeah. and then it crawls out. Yeah, it starts I'm like that's some good gore. Yeah, that's right. That's what Guillermo's good at. Guillermo should do like a thing remake or something. I need John Carpenter movie. He should do They Live, I think. Um anyway. Yeah, they did a thing remake movie and it wasn't very good. Yeah, they didn't get Guillermo del Toro to do exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. So let's take a look at some fun <laughs> facts regarding this film. Um we have oh son of a bitch <laughs> my fun facts thing just opened up an ad um basically this is the this is the uh, some trivia some tidbits of trivia i found via imdb um you follow along if you want yes you may more than welcome well i'm gonna summarize it kind of go quickly so you don't have to read it uh step by step and also i'm gonna skip over the boring shit uh like you know wesley snipes has admitted that this is his personal favorite blade movie do you really give a shit which one is his favorite <laughs> um that's right we'll read them to you so you don't have to <laughs> SMSB, enabling your illiteracy since 2016. 15. 15. Thank you. Uh, Scud wears a TV shirt. Uh, that, oh, my God. See, look at that. I am already can't even read. Um, <laughs> SMSP, the endorsing the illiteracy since 2015. I, I, if anything, listening to you try to read is like a stunning <laughs> indictment of illiteracy. Okay. Uh, so, Scud. Yes. Norman Reedus. He's wearing a TV shirt. Oh, God damn it. He's wearing it a TV. It's a TV shirt. Yep. It's a TV shirt. We're going to call it that from now on. Featuring the logo of the Bureau of Paranormal Research and Defense, uh, which is actually a Hellboy organization. And if you know Guillermo del Toro, you know that Guillermo del Toro would suck Mike Mignola's dick if he could. Like, Guillermo del Toro loves M- Mike Mignola. So much that he made two movies that did not make money off that dude's Hellboy <laughs> creation. <laughs> like, that's how much he loves Mike Mignola. Um, uh, more than 30 cast members were and crew were blinded temporarily <laughs> by the misuse of UV lights, <laughs> which is great. Um, let's take a look here. Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen. Ip Man. It's in this movie. I don't think he said a word. I don't think he knew English yet. Um, it's quite possible that he was strictly Cantonese speaking, but he was, or maybe they just thought, wow, your English is terrible, so we're not going to, you know, like, like Jackie Chan early days English. Like when he would jump into a room and say, cheese, when he really meant to say freeze. Um, 
So, but he, he, the guy who plays Snowman, he's also the fight choreographer, which makes sense because that dude really knows his fight choreographer stuff. This is pre Ip Man too, and pre Ip Man too. Ha ha. Both uses of the ah. word too. Anyway, um, Michael Jackson was supposed to be in this movie. Do you believe that? <laughs> uh, it's supposed to have a cameo as a vampire pimp. Oh, too soon. But uh, too, uh, but uh, due to scheduling conflicts, he dropped out. Uh, Ron Perlman gets to the award of being the douchiest character in the movie because even though Blade is known for wearing sunglasses at night and indoors, Ron Perlman is actually the only character, Reinhardt's the only character that never took off his sunglasses throughout the entire movie, no matter where they were. Why? It's all, what a cool guy. It's always sunny in douche town. Chupa. Did you guys know what chupa means in Spanish? Suck. It means suck. S-U-C-C suck. Yeah, so why would you name a character that? Because um, he's a vampire. I don't get... To get the movie in R, with an R rating, green blood was used for the Reapers. Because, like, red blood would get you an X rating, apparently. Fucking... No. MMPA, oh, that's still a thing? Yeah. MMPA was... How do they? How does Tarantino get his films made then? Uh, I don't know, cause he is a genius. I don't know. <laughs> that wasn't like, gonna say. remember blood that is, suck part. Yo, okay. Like, blood in Pulp Fiction is definitely red. <laughs> so, well, yeah. So, <laughs> well, the blood in of vampires and humans is red, but the blood of reapers is green. So, like, cause they were just slicing up so many reapers that they made it green in order to like reduce the amount of bloodage they were putting in the film. So, you know how it's kind of a it's like, semi-respectable love scene between Blade and Nyssa? Because did they even kiss in the movie? I don't think they did. I think they just sort of held each other longingly a couple times. Uh, original script? Sex scene. Just a heads up. So, whatever. Yeah. Um, this movie could have been more gratuitous. <laughs> <laughs> of course it could have. Uh, I think I had something else in my head on my own, but I have totally forgotten what it would be. Maybe you should look at the outline and, and see oh, if did, that jogs your memory. Oh, what did you, what's, what did I put in the outline? Hold on. Oh, Hold on. No, I think you're right. I think I did put something in the outline. Um, no, there's nothing there. I don't know what you're looking <laughs> Are at. Are you sure? Um, yeah, I don't know. I probably, yes. It hasn't updated or whatever. I'll reload it and then pretend to be shocked. With whatever trash you put in there. I don't understand. So you put a giant picture of four people holding Nokia phones while wearing t-shirts that also are pictures of Nokia phones. Each with different <laughs> images on them. It's the first thing that comes up in Google Images is if you shirt, if you uh, do a search for TV shirt. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we brought it all the way around. Yeah, all right. Uh, so next good. up to music. Hopefully, oh, your section's hey, more entertaining than hey, my trash. Hey. Oh no! I'm in charge. <laughs> I'm done with comedy. Your section spend. over, yeah. so you can leave the room, you little bitch. Actually, Gladly. no. Actually, I'm your stick ride. around. We'll miss you. Also, if I fuck this up, like you need to show me how to run the board. All right, so Skyler, what we got? This is a uh, this is some Roman political power struggle right here. Okay, music for Blade Two is done by our old friend Marco Beltrami. Who, uh, last one we talked about his was Logan. Logan. I yep, Logan, and. uh we got three tracks tonight, and one of them is his, because that's the only one that stood out to me. Was it uh, like this, the the fight scene between him and Lucas Blade and Lucas Goss? Or no, no, no. Never mind. I don't know. I won't guess. No, it was it was the beginning when he's doing his little monologue spiel. Essentially, there, you know, this score isn't quite like down to the Wolverine levels where we're just like something happened, but sorry, that was my imitation of the Wolverine. Yeah. It's, 
early 2000s, you know, techno music that <laughs> pretty much uh, steps away to let the actual songs of the movie take over. But let's just listen to the theme first before we get into that. Okay. I was speaking rhetorically. So there we go. I didn't mean to to actually... Because remember, Skylar, if I've said it once, I've said it 1,800 times, you're on the same channel as the music. Three times a lady. <laughs> uh, which means anytime you talk, you overlap the music because you are the same volume. Yep. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So we well, have that, you just saying... None of that came through. It all came through. So, it all came through. It all came That's through. That's a good thing. No, I heard you say it's 128. Yeah, like at quite like, loudly. At like one minutes and 19 seconds. No, no, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure that came through, but. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah, no Let's points. get to the music of that, of that song. If there's any movie that I think deserves to live in the early 2000s techno era of action <clears throat> film scores, it is Blade. All right, it is Blade. Blade is the oh, only yeah. one I can believe to just fully embrace the leather fetish because the dude looks good in a cape, uh, in a in in a in a trench coat. He does. Like like Wesley Snipes pulls off the blade like in a way that like Keanu Reeves doesn't. Yeah, like Blade is a dude that wears sunglasses, has a weird haircut, um, and sharp teeth, and like really flowy actions all the time. But he still manages to make it look cool, which is weird because, like, it would be pretty easy to look like a doucher doing that. A, lo- a lot <laughs> of these, like, early 2000s post-Matrix films, like, try to have that kind of style. Yeah. And they all are terrible. Yeah, like, Daredevil's kind of like that. Yeah. Like, Daredevil, like, that leather fetish didn't work. And X-Men, a little bit, too. Um, when you see all their suits and you're like, well, that's pretty bland. Wesley Snipes can do it. But it's so styling. Yeah. Wesley Snipes is the only one where I was like, yeah, you wear that coat. You wear that trench coat and make it flow around and kill some vamps. Do it, dude. You don't even need sleeves under that. Yeah, he's got like a vest and shit. It's always dope. That's right. I love love when Whistler throws his sunglasses at him like they're a fucking Frisbee. (laughs) (laughs) And then Wesley Snipes catches them at the exact point. Ting! And then puts them on. I just wanted him to be like, oh, yeah. Just like something stupid. And then what's great is they do a quick shot that they should have cut. They should have cut this shot. But it's an audio-less shot of Chris Christopherson leaning back and laughing after Wesley Wesley puts his shades on. They cut to him going, (laughs) leaning back. At, at Blade putting the shades on in the middle of night in stores. So, <laughs> yes. Stupid. Yeah. So he's uh, like, it, it was, it's it, like, there's moments that crack me up. Uh, anyway, what's, what's, what are we talking about? What's our next again? track? Yeah. <laughs> our next track is that one you wanted me to talk about from the uh, Blood Pool fight. Yes. Not to be mistaken with the Dead Pool fight. Also a staple, I feel like, of the early 2000 that's the name of the game what 
Is that the name of the, the game? Name of the, ga- the name of the track is the name of the game, and here is- we go. So that's a banger. Oh, that's good shit, man. Uh, yeah. And I was just imagining the fight scene the whole time. Because I was like, now nah, that's a dope. It's like, like, that made that fight scene so much better with that music. Great stuff. Fun so fact. Much dopeness. Fun fact about this song. Uh, this song fits, uh, perfectly fits Goku's battle on Namek with Frieza from Goku's arrival to the time he finally goes Super Saiyan and blasts Frieza into space. Like it matches up? Yeah. <laughs> According to the <laughs> YouTube comments. <laughs> who who sings who does that one, Skyler? Uh it is the Method Man. Yeah. Feature- there we go. Featuring there's a second person that I need to remember. The person that does the, the, the backtracks. That's the name of the game. Yeah. Listen to all you motherfuckers. Oh you motherfuckers. The one who doesn't have the talent of rapping. Uh <laughs> But probably the talent Ooh. of sick beats. Sick beats, indeed. I'd be rocking them uh, beats. Da, da, da. Speaking of beats, do you want to just move right into our third track? He's trying to Google search information he already should have. So. Oh. <laughs> Is this the one episode where I'm the only one that's prepared? It might be. Oh. Probably. All right, we're good. just... Uh, we're just going to say it's the Method Man, okay? Right, Method Man. We're just going to say it's the Method Man. Here we go. And then, speaking of uh, not being very well prepared, fun fact, if you search uh, Blade 2 soundtrack on YouTube, this is basically the only shit that comes up. It's that uh, techno piece from when they were in the nightclub. And no one has the actual title of it, just Blade 2 nightclub song blade two so, so here's some here's blade two. here's some <clears throat> so here's some techno shit let's do it yeah Is that it? Yes. All right. Uh, by the way, that's case, really irritating. Back to the name of the game, real <laughs> oh quick. Oh my god, that was awful. Is the first <laughs> single to originate from the Crystal Method second studio album Tweekend. All right. Um, the track features guitars from Tom Morello. All right. Vocals by Ryan Ryu Magan and scratching by DJ Swamp. Also contains Shit, samples from Calling All Freaks by Tina Dixon. I recognize exactly one of those names. Tom Morello. Tom Morello <laughs> yes. of Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> yes. Um, there we go. It doesn't... The Crystal Method must be one of M- Method Man's bands. 
I take it, because it doesn't say Method Man. Yeah, it sounds sounds like a band he'd have. Uh, it's got a pun on Method. Songwriter <laughs> Scott Kirkland, Ken D. Jordan, and Tom Morello. Made in 2001. So, I mean, it fits the time period. Um, in pop culture, was it used in Blade 2? Yes, it is. Okay, so yes, this is what we're talking Ooh. about. There we go. There we go. Damn. Blade also 2 had a used. subtitle? <gasps> what? Oh, my gosh. It had a working subtitle of Blood Hunt. Anyway. I saw that when you go to YouTube and they have it for rent there. They've, like, after the fact, added the subtitle Blood Hunt. It's weird. I don't get That's that. That's so weird. Mm-hmm. It's like that whole Live, Die, Repeat, Edge of Tomorrow thing. Oh, God. But... That's just a confusing mess. You were saying about this techno shit. Oh, yeah, it's really annoying, and uh, <laughs> it's only 30 seconds because it's like a full four minutes, but it's all the same shit, so. Yep. It's it's just... You just don't... It's a rave track that they play during the vampire rave, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. This is the type of it's music that you can what it only is, enjoy. Apparently, that's on. the only thing people wanted to listen to on this soundtrack. Okay. It's the type of music you can only enjoy if you're on drugs. Yes. But otherwise, I'm done. I can feel this beat in my brain. That's the name of the game. It's like totally out of tempo. All right. I guess it's my section now. If you got some science topics. Um, I have one that I planned because this scene starts off with this junkie going to a blood donation place. And they're you like, could call it that. <laughs> you can call it's it that. It's a basement with one room. <laughs> he goes to like a BDSM dungeon. <laughs> um, <laughs> where apparently they have a, have a dentist table put up. As you do if you're in a BDSM dungeon. <laughs> a, a dentist chair. And you then, would know if you've ever been to one, you punk. Yeah, they're a completely inefficient blood bank because they have a giant amount of space but only one chair. Right, yeah. Um, and, and, and they're like, you have a very rare type of blood. And it, its phenotype is something we've never seen before. And it lacks the right antigens. And I was like, I wonder how much of that is scientifically accurate. With a fictional new species? Yeah. And so I, I looked it up, and it turns out, uh, I, th- I think this is fairly common knowledge, but b- your blood, every human's blood can be classified by type based on what mm-hmm. um, we're called antigens. And basically they're just chemicals that if your body detects them, it triggers an immune system response. We're going to check out a quick PSA. Skylar, what's your blood type? No idea. See, this is what I mean. A plus, know your blood type. Ben, what's your blood type? I have no idea. Oh my fucking God, guys. What if a I mean, paramedic okay, I'm, needs to know? I'm white, so probably O positive. Well, if they need to know, they can just give me a, the universal donated blood or they can give you a positive if that's what your blood type is instead well, of wasting their universal well which is more expensive yeah anyway <laughs> soapbox over yeah a little bit i know think your, I, I think i'm a negative know your blood type all right that's all i'm saying anyway so there there are different types and they are in order from most common to least o positive a positive b positive o negative a negative a b positive b negative and a b negative and it's all based on these different antigens that are on the surface of the cell okay and so this system is pretty general each of these types can be further subdivided into dozens of subtypes and the rarest blood type of all uh, is called rh null and there are only nine rh donor rh null donors worldwide what what's so special about RH null? Uh, it la- it has no RH antigens. Does do people <laughs> need a lack of RH antigens? If you are RH negative, it helps to receive blood from other people who are RH negative. Oh, okay. So those nine people can just go circle jerk themselves if they need blood. I mean, yeah. Okay, that's, that's like, a bloody like, circle. Jerk. That's the rarest blood type. So they've never seen this blood type before. So he's. The 10th, I guess. I don't know. Uh, well, uh, he's a, they've never seen the blood type before because this is a new fucking species. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and other and species are going to have other types of blood types because all our immune systems are different. All right. What That's about- why 
some animals can get diseases that humans can't and vice versa. Okay. I have a question. And speaking of weird diseases. Hmm? Oh, papavirus? Yeah. Are we going to do that one? Yeah. This is a great segue. Okay. So, uh, so in the, in the, in the film, uh, Damanoscus or whatever, everybody's got a complex name in this movie. Um, except for the blood pack, which is like light hammer snowman. <laughs> um, but Damon, is, is saying something like, yes, when he's explaining about all the clones, yes, this is a Pavrov virus, which has sprung into the Reaper. Like, this is how he's saying the Reaper virus came about. And they're like, Pavrov virus, what the fuck? In the subtitles, it says horrible virus. But what is a Pavrov virus? Real word. Real term in virology. Oh, wait. Did you say Pavro? I'm pretty sure. Oh, shit. I accidentally pulled, I accidentally searched for Parvo. Hold on. Let me do one more. It might be Parvo virus. Hold on. I could be, I could be wrong. I am quite tired today. Fans, today was the last day of school for elementary students, which means Michael is really tired because it was a long fucking day uh, and very glad to be done with dealing with children every single day. <laughs> Michael had a, had a long day. I had a long, long day. Anyway, so whatever you were going to talk about, I have something <laughs> slightly related. Parvo virus. Parvo. Okay, good. We are looking for, at the right thing. Okay. Uh, so uh, parvo virus is a real virus. It turns out, although it might be a better, you know, uh, better suited to a vampire film. I mean, fuck. Yep, you fucked up. It's better better suited to a werewolf film. There you go. Because it is a virus that mainly affects dogs. So, would your mother be in this film? Hey. Because your mom's a bitch. Hey, you've never met her. My mom is a wonderful later, and today is her birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Ben's mom. You, I have met your mom, by the way. You have met my mom. When we went to go film that Thor promo way back in the day. Oh, shit. Back when we oh, shit. gave a shit. <laughs> now we just do this for fun. Some, Pretty much. I slipped and fell on the sidewalk in the rain filming one of those promos, and I will never forget. <laughs> You're a terrible bike rider. All right. Anyway, so and the, it never got released. <laughs> well, because we, I knew it wasn't. It was fucking Hearn and Tones. They don't do anything. If you listen to this Hearn and Tones, yeah, fuck you. Deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so it's it's a real virus. Um, it affects dogs. Gives them vomiting, loss of appetite, foul smelling diarrhea. So this is what causes reapers to become reapers it's, it's yeah it's the name of a real virus but like most things in is it spread through saliva it is spread hold on how is it transmitted uh it, it can be transmitted through contact with an infected dog's feces oh well fucking so nah, but it is uh, unless weak ass shit unless the Society of Vampires, like, eats ass. I don't think it's very likely. <laughs> what, I eat your ass? Uh, <laughs> that's an inside joke. All right. Uh, <laughs> I probably would. Uh, <laughs> uh, last topic, last topic. I do want to talk about this one. I actually do want to think this is the most important one. Of um, In the movie, they use these UV ray light bombs because those are the only things that can affect the Reapers are the UV lights. Yep. Um, because they can't stab them in the heart unless they go at it from the side, and it's really complex. Whatever. Uh, so they blast UV lights at them. But in the sewers, they're doing this thing where uh, Nissa and Reinhardt survive the UV blast by going underwater, and they sort of get hit with a bit of it. And I'm like, does UV rays get absorbed slash reflected through water? Here's a fun experiment. Take your pasty white self to a lake. <laughs> And like stand like this, arms outstretched on a pontoon. Okay. And see how quickly you get sunburned. Now do the same thing in the middle of a field. You will get a worse sunburn in the middle of the lake because the sun rays come down. Some of the UV light is reflected off the water. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're underwater. So if you're underwater, 
less UV light is going to get to you because some of it's been reflected back. Oh, so it is a bit of a buffer. So it's a bit of a buffer. Fun fact. Fun fact about basically the same idea. Where is it in terms of how much radiation you'll be exposed to? Where is it safer to be? Uh, In the middle of a field or swimming in the water tank that they have in nuclear power plants where they have like the rods of uranium. Which one's going to have worse? Which one is, is going to expose you to more radiation? Just ba- any kind of radiation? Any. Uh, I don't know. The the field? Because there's no cloud cover? You will be exposed to less radiation swimming around in the tank. Yeah. 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 <laughs> because it part of the reason that they have those big tanks of water is it blocks radiation from the uranium rods in these power plants, but it also blocks radiation like from the sunlight and cosmic rays Mm -hmm. coming in from the atmosphere. So if you're a little bit, if you're like, if you dive all the way to the bottom and hang out near the uranium, like, yeah, don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that at all. You'll you'll get very bad burns and then die. Yeah. Gamma radiation. Nothing to joke about. kids. Ain't nothing to fuck with. Um, but it'll also won't be you won't get any like the UV or the cosmic rays from the sun. See what'll happen with the gamma rays is your skin will start peeling off and you'll lose a lot of blood. And the EMT's gonna show up and be like, Hey, what's your blood type? And you're gonna go, I don't fucking know and he's <laughs> gonna be like, Well, you dumb shit, fine, die. Yep. So that's exactly what's gonna happen. Yep. Preach. <laughs> also your skin falls off because gamma rays just Instantly give you the worst possible sunburn. That's all. That's all it is, really. <laughs> As in, like eliminating your skin, it turns you into. If you want superpowers, uh, stand next to gamma radiation, and you will turn into a snake because you will shed your skin <laughs> right off. <laughs> snake mouth. Oh God, why? That's why Toxie the Avenger looks like a dumb, fucked up, weird, toxic man. <laughs> Put your eyeball back in your skull. <laughs> Please, please. Ugh. But you will not grow, grow Jacob's organs like snakes, nor will you get scales. Fuck. So, downside, you'll just get all the shitty parts. It's like becoming a vampire, but none of the cool vampire powers. Just does, the shit sunlight sucks now. Does eczema count sunlight as having allergy. scales? What? Does eczema count as having snails? It has a lot of snails if you're in a swamp. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> I've been awake for late, way too long, ladies been, and gentlemen. You've been awake and late for long? I have been... I've been getting laid for too long. <laughs> Sounds like the opposite of a problem. <laughs> How bad are our jokes tonight, ladies and gentlemen, on a scale of one to oh. blade three? How bad are our jokes? Dread. <laughs> Dreadful. Oh. All right. Uh, vampiric. Uh, vampiric, uh, bl- life-suckingly bad. Uh, so, oh, is that is that it? Yeah, that's <laughs> that that's it? all I got. That's all I got. What is the time at right now? I'm uh, we are at fifty-three minutes oh. and fifty seconds. Thank God, I'm going to cut out ten minutes of that. Oh Sounds yeah, good. <laughs> all right. Uh, oh, looks like that will wrap it up for today, super fans. Super movie studies has been recorded and produced. It is recorded by me. and produced. Well. By the time by the time they listen to this, this episode will have been recorded and produced. Yeah, but it's it's to say that like it's, it's we are a recorded and produced production. It's sure. To say super, SMSP is recorded and produced. Okay. And then you could say bye, whatever. By me this week because I'm the realist. You didn't produce shit. Let me tell you that well, right I now. Said, I can turn you off. Yeah, but you see this uh, switch that is called. Uh, which, if I speak loud enough, I come through your mic. Um, but if you are going to edit it and produce an end product, mm. which, like, I'm going to do in about two days. does it? Do I get, like, a co-producer credit if I save it to an external hard drive for you to take home? <laughs> <laughs> that's part of the product. That's not part of the recording. You want to sit through the editing process? Be my fucking guest. Can I just sit there and play with my fidget cube? Yes, you can. Okay. <laughs> Grown-ass baby. All right. Uh- <laughs> Uh, what do we say next? Something about iTunes, right? You're, is, you're Blue Texas. I'm Blue week. Texas week. Uh, iTunes, friends. Every Monday we come out with a new episode. Um, so far we've been staying on track, which is actually some pretty surprising considering the lack of time Michael has had lately. Um, I speak to myself in third person when I'm going crazy. Uh, and so you should totally go to iTunes, 
Find the show, if you haven't already, if someone just shared it to you on Facebook or whatever, it was probably me. Um, <laughs> go there and 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 give us a five-star rating, of course. Write a review that just, like, like, says the nastiest things about it, but it's, like, five stars. You know, it's like, this is the worst fucking show I've ever heard in my life. I would rather have someone piss in my mouth than listen to these assholes talk for a straight hour. Five stars. <laughs> I tried listening to their episode about Blade 2, and then I took a shit. It gave me diarrhea. Five stars. Uh, so do that, and then, of course, subscribe um, every 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 week. Monday. Monday. Mondays. And then just go to Twitter while you're at it, uh, at Super M Studies. Uh, let us know for the Twitter question of the week how many hours of sleep Michael needs. Stop being so crabby. Uh, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Um, you know, actually, Twitter challenge of the week. Wish Tom a happy new newborn. Happy newborn. Happy newborn. That's right. That's how you say it. I don't know how to say it. Uh, Michael is getting away from children, and Tom has a new one. Yes, Tom. Uh, he's got Lennox was just born the other day. So wish him a, a happy, good job to him and his Yay. wife. Well done. Yes. <laughs> for being there. Because he actually w- missed out on a recording because he was like, yep, my wife's in labor. Uh, and we were like, fine, be that way, bitch. <laughs> no, we were, like, re- we were like, that's more important yeah. than the bullshit we do. <laughs> yeah, definitely. He really did. wanted to rip on Iron Fist. Oh, but he was. Su- in the end, he did the right thing. Yeah, he was mad that he didn't get to. Re- he had he had some choice words about Scott Buck. <laughs> Uh, all right, but yeah, totally do that. That's our Twitter challenge for you: is to say, um, "Wish Lennox a happy birthday," which is her birth, her day of birth. Right. Yes, you got that yeah, right. We got, we got that. We got that. <laughs> um, yes, that will do it today because I'm not going to read that last bit. Uh, <laughs> I'm your host, Ben. Michael. Anderson. Oh, you fuck. All right, Michael Mauer and James Kallerhoutsma. And I'm Ben. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> oh, the reflexes. <laughs> okay, I hope you all have a super week. Yay! Bye. I hope you also were crazy tired listening to this as much as I, we. Roo, roo, roo. That's my impression of my dog. Roo, 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 roo. Roo, roo. Have a good night, everybody. Here, I'm just. Yeah. And that's when he hit space bar. Oh. Oh fuck, that just moved the page. When you are oh, okay. only one of us could ride forever, so you and I can't ride together, can't live or can't die together. All we could do is collide together. So I skillfully apply the pressure. Won't stop until I'm forever. One a doorstep where death never come. Spread across time till my time never done. And I'm never done. Walk tall, why ever run? When they move, if I ever come, bad man never fret the white. Tell them come, general, we are gonna start the march.